In March of 2020, restaurants across the nation that were once bustling with life were quickly vacated due to the COVID-19 pandemic, left idle due to people staying at home. My name is Lexi Keeker, and I sat down with three local restaurant and cafe owners in the Twin Cities who were able to stay open despite the challenges the last year and a half brought on them. I'm, uh, I'm, my name is John Peterson, and my wife and I own Gilbert. Yeah, so my name's Jared Poling. I'm the co-owner of Honor. Um, so my full name is Michelle Kwan. I go by Kwan. Not everyone was as lucky. According to the Star Tribune, over 100 restaurants in the Twin Cities area have permanently closed their doors since March 2020. However, these three locally owned spots were able to get through the worst of the pandemic to see another day. John Peterson and his wife opened Yellowbird about two years ago. Back in 2003, when we bought our house, my wife and I were sitting on the porch, front porch, like many of our neighbors do, and I said to her, I said, what this neighborhood needs is a coffee shop. And so we bounced an idea off that and just riff on that and and, and life would get in the way and we'd set the conversation down. So we did that for almost 20 years. And um, one day when I came home from work, I was a, a principal in North Minneapolis and I just said, I, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> you can't make me go back to school. You know, I, I felt like it was a like a, a an eighth grade kid. Just I don't want to go to school tomorrow. Um, anyway, uh, my wife put together a list of to do's and slowly but surely I was checking them off. And eventually I did all the things on the to do list. And here we have Yellowbird. Co-owner John Peterson recounted when news of the coronavirus was first starting to be talked about seriously in the U.S. So the lockdown hit, I believe, on a Wednesday. I might have the days wrong, but um, that's what sticks out of my mind. And um, before that, it was we, we'd get our coffee delivered on Tuesday, and I remember asking um, Bruce Olson, who owns Truthstone. You know, what do we do if, if we shut down, if we're like California, if we're like New York? If, and he said, he just shrugged his shoulders. He said, I, I don't know what we do. <laughs> and, and the next thing you know, we were shut down. And so it was like a, a punch to the gut. It was just like knocked the wind out of me. And I was like, oof, okay. The determined business owner had to strip back many aspects of Yellowbird in the last year, such as serving hot food and changing their hours. However, Peterson's decisions helped the coffee bar stay afloat. We couldn't have been open if we were if we had two shops, if we had three shops, if we had five shops, but we had one shop and we could shrink our hours, we could control who was coming in, who was gonna be here, and and um, that was that was basically me. And then once it was like, oh okay, this is this is good. So then we put in our protocols about what we're doing and our, our cleaning and all of that, and we made sure our, our staff followed it. And then, um, and business was business was was solid. They, they, the neighbors really supported us. Peterson recognizes the need and place of large chains and online retailers, but wanted to highlight the importance and magic in supporting small local businesses, not just during the pandemic, but always. So I had this feeling before the pandemic hit, like I just wanted to support local, right? I just. I, I don't really care about sending Jeff Bezos to space anymore. I just don't want to do that. But when I when I have the choice, when I can, I will always go 
and support local. Um, and I'll try to get to know the owner. And um, I, it, it's true that there's a little meme on online going around that, that said um, somebody's doing a happy dance when you shop local. And it is true. It's like when I'm serving coffee and people come in, I do a little happy dance inside. You can't really see me, but it, it's like I love to see people come and support me. And so why wouldn't I then go out and support other locals? Like Peterson, Jared Poling, who owns Honor Coffee and Raw Juice with his brother, was thankful for the community that chose to show up for them throughout the pandemic. Started it about five years ago, and yeah, we uh, grown the business over the last few years. And it used to be called Empire Coffee, so we bought the Empire Coffee business, and then had already started the Honor brand, and really wanted a place to um, kind of apply our branding and our concept uh, to a to an existing coffee shop. And so we bought Empire and. Yeah, it's been a few years of a lot of changes, so it's been really fun though. Poling had to put in many hours in order to find a way to keep his business running. And um, I've been doing this full-time for a few years, so I had the time to figure out how to make it work, but my brother is full-time at Target uh, down in Minneapolis. And so we just kind of sat there and said, well, what do we do? Um, also, a lot of our employees left. They, they moved back home with their parents. They didn't feel comfortable working. And so in order to stay open, we had two employees stay with us, and then my brother and I Literally worked 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. five days a week um, and weekends uh, on the morning shift. And our one barista who stayed with us worked in the, the afternoons, uh, thankfully, and our, our baker thankfully stayed. So we really were able to stay open. We didn't close. Throughout the last year, the Polling Brothers were able to grow their business instead of having to take things away like so many other cafes had to do. We just kind of followed what the CDC and the city of Minneapolis asked us to do, and that that really was um, enough for us. So we felt really, really confident in just just following those guidelines, and then and then we opened up when we could open up, and we shut down when we had to shut down. Honor has recently added acai bowls to their menu and are in the middle of expanding their outdoor seating area. Polling credits their ambition for being the driving force behind being able to grow during this unforgiving time. We saw it as an opportunity uh, to really be a kind of a beacon for people. Like every other place was shut down. We were really small and very nimble, really a growing brand. Uh, I think we were a little bit more hungry than other coffee shops just because we are a newer brand. And so looking at like Spy House or Five Watt or Dogwood, they're all within a few miles of us. And so they all really closed for a few months where we stay op- stayed open. So we, we gained a lot of new business. Kieferhort Bakery and Cafe is located in Cedar Riverside, on the west bank of the University of Minnesota. The business has a rich history, as it was created in the early 80s by Kwan's parents. Um, I am the daughter of the original owners of Kiefer Court, and I am in the process of taking over the business. My parents moved to Minnesota in 1983 and started Kiefer Court in this location on the corner of Cedar and Riverside. It originally started as a bakery, a Chinese bakery, and they eventually expanded it to a Chinese bakery and restaurant, and then they added a fortune cookie division to that. Kwan's father grew his fortune cookie division, building a factory off of 27th and Minnehaha in 1997. He supplied the majority of the Midwest area with fortune cookies through suppliers. In 2017, he sold the fortune cookie division, deciding to focus solely on Kiefer Court's bakery and restaurant. A lot of Michelle Kwan's staff and customers were students, and as many went back home during the lockdown, she and her family wrestled with the idea of closing their doors. And so um, 
So yeah, things just slowly kind of came back and I told a lot of my customer, you know, a lot of customers came, was appreciative that we were still open. And what I told them was like, well, if you come through the door, I'll keep it open. It's when you stop coming through the door, I don't have a purpose to keep my doors open anymore. And so our, our customer base and our clientele just really supported us in that. And really, you know, I, I thank the customers for continually supporting us during all of that because if it wasn't for them, Kiefer Court would have perished during that pandemic like a lot of good, a lot of um, major restaurants did, um, especially local, locally owned ones um, last year. Juan felt lucky that they had just set up a credit card machine when they were a cash-only business prior to the pandemic and set up third-party delivery systems like DoorDash and Uber Eats in the January before the lockdown. So once the lockdown happened, we were already set up and prepared to continue to serve people. While Kiefer Court was able to make a profit and continues to be open for business now, they are still closed for dine-in and have continued a mask policy for inside their store. Pre-COVID, you know, it would be jam-packed in there. We're lifting trays of buns over people's heads. Um, however, you know, right now we're, we're not feeling safe about packing so many people in such a small space without being able to socially distance. Um, also really important to keep my staff safe and comfortable. Um, and they weren't really interested in, in doing dine-in. And so our plan is to kind of just wait and see how the fall and winter kind of play out. You know, as students come back to campus for classes and faculty is back, you know, we'll see what the demand is and what the request is for, for dine-in seating for them because that's kind of our major clientele during the school year, especially on the weekdays. Kwan encourages those that wish her store was open for in-store dining to find and support one of the many other locally owned restaurants that populate Cedar Riverside. And so part of me is kind of like, well, I want to share the wealth. I want to share the love. And so if you can't eat at Kiefer Core for dine-in, but you really want to go dine-in, I would love for you to go find another local restaurant um, that you can support and, and help them get back up on their feet and, you know, help them make up for the loss from last year. Um, you know, I, I, for me, it's like, I think of it as, it's nice to be at the top, right? But it gets lonely at the top when you're by yourself. And so I'm no, I don't want to be greedy. I want everyone to come to the top with us and be successful and be profitable. Because um, it's better to have a party at the top than be alone by yourself. Kiefer Court, Yellowbird, and Honor are all currently open for business and are located in the Twin Cities. Special thanks to Michelle Kwan, John Peterson, and Jared Poling for sharing their stories.